I love to bring out what amazing culture I have and amazing background I have um, to the people and I just want them to experience what I, I am experiencing as well in the food. Uh, we believe um, food brings joy um, and love to work towards people. So I just want to get to know people and bring out my culture in a plate. Today on Dirty Linen, we are heading to Wollongong to talk to Jerusalem Tadesse, who is an Ethiopian-born caterer and cook who is currently in lockdown. Not doing too much catering this week, hey, Sarah? No, no, because of the lockdown, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really sorry that that's hit you guys. Um, tell me a bit about yourself and about your catering business. Um, well, I'm Sarah. I'm from Ethiopia. I came to Australia when I was 16 and we started this business um, two years ago. And we do the food market um, at Crown Street, Wollongong. We do a dinner program with Welcome Merchant. Um yeah, we do catering and all that, but because of the lockdown, everything has to stop. Yeah. Has has that been really hard for you that you've had to stop doing your yeah running your businesses at the moment? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it impacts everything. Um, our business, our um, the food that we bought, and everything. Even the dinner program um, with Welcome Mushat and the C- the three other chefs. Um, that we programmed has to be cancelled. So, yeah, definitely. So, how are you? Yes. How are you coping? What do you do? Um, at parts of the business, I'm also doing um, a home a home care um, um, job at the moment. So, I'm still doing that, but I had to stop the um, marketing all that. That's really tough. And had, did you have a lot of food that you had to do something with, get rid of somehow? Um, we haven't done any catering, so I have to keep the food, um, but the rest of them has to go for waste. <laughs> yeah, that's such a shame. You mentioned um, Welcome Merchant, which is uh, an Instagram account that features businesses run by refugees, migrants, asylum seekers. It was started by Marjorie Tenchavez. Um, how what's how what's that been like for you that connection oh it's been amazing she's an amazing woman um which help um refugees from different backgrounds um to um upgrade their business and um kind of um how can i put it in the word <laughs> um she really helped like um new start um businesses like um small or big businesses um like us a refugee or us um, not being born here, everything will be hard for us because we don't know um, how the business run and all that. But she helps us in every situation from programming dinner to invite people and all that. So we really help all refugee people um, who like own their own business. And she's really doing amazing. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're going to do a dinner program with her. Um, which had to be cancelled. But um, we're going to do the dinner if the lockdown is over. Um, and, yeah, there's only two tickets left as well, which is really exciting. Oh, so what's <laughs> yeah. the dinner program? Tell me what it is. 
So um, three chefs um, include, um, which which is me and the other two chefs, um, will um, will put like three different courses in the plate and do the dinner. There's going to be dance and um, there's going to be dancing and desserts and all that. So yeah. And is that in Sydney or in Wollongong? It's going to be in Sydney. It's all about having fun and explore different um, background and different foods as well. Yeah. Wow. Well, that sounds, it sounds so good. I'm not surprised that it's almost sold out. And I really, yeah, have my fingers crossed that by the 31st of July, you can do that and, and yeah, celebrate. Yeah, yeah it's going to be nice. <laughs> um, so, Sarah, um, tell me about your business. Do you, Who do you run it with and how did it start? Um, I am doing the business with my family, uh, mainly with my mom and my other sisters as well. Um, we started this business as um, really um, no, not knowing anything about, you know, business or anything. We just started it with a catering and people start loving it. So we kind of, yeah, people told us to do um, the market. So people, um, those people who haven't tried like Ethiopian food, they can't, um, tested as well so we went to the market Wollongong market and we start selling the food so our food will be sold without like being nine o'clock the market will start from 2 p.m to 9 p.m but before that our food will be gone so it's that much people will love our food and all that so yeah we started it um two years ago and yeah, it's really going well. <laughs> I'm so pleased. And what do you think it is that people makes people come and buy it at the market? Is it the way that it smells? Is it because they've heard of Ethiopian food? Is it because they already love Ethiopian food? What What do you think it is? Yeah, without even trying the food, the smell just is amazing. It just calls people. So without even tasting the food, they will be like, what is this? I'll, I'll try this. I'll have that. So, yeah, even the smell is delicious so once they try it they will just come back <laughs> yeah so what are some of the dishes that you make uh we make chicken sauce uh which is doro wood um we make um vegetables um different like different sorts of vegetables um chicken sauce and beef sauce um which you're gonna have with our food our, our um bread we have like special bread that we make to eat the sauce with <laughs> Um, yeah. So that's injera? Which is called injera, yes. Yeah. I love injera. It's so delicious. So um, you can probably d- explain it better, but as, as far as I know, it's a fermented flatbread that's made with teff flour, which is a grain that's grown very, um, yeah, it's very commonly grown in uh, Africa. Do you find it easy to get here? Yeah, um, we had to um, import it from Ethiopia straight to here. So everything will be the same that we make from home. Um, and the spices, everything, um, except the vegetables, of course, um, everything will have to be imported from um, Ethiopia to here so we can do the cooking and we'll have the same taste um, and same values um, that we do from home. So, yeah. 
Mm, I remember chatting to an Eritrean man here in Melbourne once, and he was saying that the the, the he can get the teff from from Ethiopia or from Eritrea and to make the injera, but he said the water in Australia tastes different, and so he can never get the right flavour. Yeah, kind of, but mum is doing really good um, to get the same texture and same taste. Um, Does your mum say similar things about the water? No, not really. <laughs> okay, maybe it's just him or maybe Sydney waters or Wollongong waters okay, but there's something in the Melbourne water. <laughs> no, we can't complain about the water. <laughs> How old were you when you left Ethiopia, Sarah? I was 16 when I left Ethiopia. Uh, it's been over 10 years now since, yeah, since we got here. So, yeah. And did you come straight to Australia? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And can you talk about what it was that uh, meant that you had to leave Ethiopia? Um, I had to leave Ethiopia because of um, my dad and the situation in there wasn't really safe for us because he, my dad was a politician man and, yeah, it wasn't safe for us to live there any longer. So we had to escape from Ethiopia to Australia. Yeah. And did you go straight to Wollongong? Yes, we came to Wollongong straight from Ethiopia. And it feels really like home. Uh, um, yeah, it's not like really crowded in here. It's quiet and you can really feel yourself in Wollongong. Yeah, which I love. <laughs> What kinds of things did struck you as quite different to Ethiopia here and what kinds of things could you easily relate to? Um, the weather is pretty different from Ethiopia. Like the summer can get really hot and the winter is really cold. There it's medium, like medium weather. It doesn't really cold or it doesn't really get hot, you know what I mean? And we don't have to put sunscreen as well in there <laughs> with a favorite yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I can relate to Australia from Ethiopia with how we have like different um, cultures living in Wollongong and in Australia. We have different, uh, you know, backgrounds in all different cultures living in Australia, which is the same from Ethiopia as well. Um yeah, that's that's the similarity. That's really interesting. And is there much of an Ethiopian community in Wollongong? Um, not really, not really. Um, maybe fifty or thirty people living in yeah living in Wollongong. Yeah. And do those um, people in the Ethiopian community come for your food, or do they make it themselves? Is it mostly a, a, a project for the non-Ethiopians in Wollongong? Yeah, actually, it's surprising how most of them order the food that we make at home as well. Even though they are Ethiopians, they still love the taste and they still love the way that we make the food at home. So they still, yeah, they still order the food from us too. <laughs> uh, that's great. I love it. Um, so if I was going to make some Ethiopian food, what do you think I should start with and what do I need to know? Um, know the ingredients and know how many uh, flowers or like, yeah, know the ingredients and know what you're going to cook first. Start with the basic one and start with the easiest one first. <laughs> <laughs> What's an easy one for me to start with? Um, the red lentils, I would say. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So how would I? What do you? How do you cook that one? Um, you just chop onions and garlic. Um, 
you put it in the pan and put it on the whole yeah on the whole pan and then stir it and then put oil keep stirring it and then you can put the um chili powder that we have and then you can mix it if you want you can add um tomatoes like the organic tomatoes not from the can the one you had to chop and then um you had to dice and then you put it in the sauce and then mix it well you had to be consistent and then you had to wait about like 30 minutes for it to be really nice and slow cooked and then you can um wash your lentils and then add it and then really mix it well you had to wait until the red lentils come really nice and soft and then you can put a little bit of water add salt and yeah for us we add um ginger and other spices as well and then yeah that's ready yum it sounds so good so do you add the spices and the ginger towards the end of the cooking process yeah towards the end we also add um kebe which is our traditional um butter um yeah that's gonna make it taste really good as well is that a spiced butter yes it is yeah. Oh, yes. I've had that. And so it's almost like a dressing that you put on at the end. Yes, that's correct. And the spices sort of all melt through with the butter. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really wish I could have that right now. Yeah, it tastes really nice. And with our special salad as well on the side. What's in the salad? Um, There's tomato, um, cucumber, um latest of course um parsley coriander some olives um fatta cheese if you like um black kidney beans um yeah um, yum <laughs> you can add more yeah <laughs> It's really nice, yeah. That sounds so good. Yeah. Um and would you have the lentils with the injera? Yes, yeah, everything we eat is with injera, of course. <laughs> um, and so can you just explain the culture around eating Ethiopian food? Like is it always communal? Do you sit around? Like just explain what an e- the structure of an Ethiopian meal. Yeah, we love to eat um, together, like in a big plate. We love to enjoy the food and talk about the food and talk about everything. Like we enjoy eating together. But, um, yeah, what I found in Australia is everyone is eating on their plate. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, we enjoy eating together um, as, yeah, as a family or as a friend. That brings um, more respect and love and joy, we believe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I can, I can hear the joy as you talk about the food. It just sounds so beautiful. So, Sarah, um, what do you? What are your ambitions for your business? Um, I love to bring out what um, what amazing culture I have and amazing background I have um, to the people, and I just want them to experience what I I am experiencing as well in the food. Uh, we believe um, food brings joy um, and love to work towards people. So I just want to get to know people and bring out my culture in a plate. 
and get them to taste other amazing and delicious food that we make from home. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a beautiful ambition. And do you do you love having a business with the other people in your family? Yes, yeah, we are um, thinking of employing other people as well into our business um, in future, of course. Um, once the um, lockdown is over, then we can start um, get into the business and, um, yeah, um, doing our best. <laughs> great. And while you're in lockdown, are you doing lots of great cooking? Yes, at home, only for the family, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure that, um, yeah, I'm sure – that it won't be long before you are back in business. I certainly have all my fingers and toes crossed that Sydney and Wollongong comes out of lockdown before too long. Um, yeah, but uh, Jerusalem, Sarah, I am so grateful to you for sharing your story today and, yeah, t- telling, teaching me more about Ethiopian food and culture. Is there anything else that you would love people to know about yourself and what you do? Um, yeah, I would love to invite everyone to our um our community and our um food that we do i would like to welcome everyone to come and try our food and yeah to come in to join us in the dinner program for the 31 of june as well if they can um yeah try our food it's very authentic ready from home um we don't use any bad processed food as well it's really healthy it's really good um nutrition food that we make so yeah that's all I want to say and thank you for inviting me as well awesome it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show and I'm going to go off and make those lentils and if you don't mind I'm going to add extra spiced butter because it's too good (laughs) (laughs) okay great thanks so much Sarah take care thank you see ya this is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at dirtylinenpodcast. We can't wait to hear from you.